Come on in here and gather yourselves. I thought I would sleep through the night, but I didn't. I woke up from this interesting dream. And then I thought I'd fall back asleep, but I did not. So we're going to talk about the latest news. So come on in here and gather yourselves and take note if you're not already following the podcast, go ahead and press that follow button so that every time I do a podcast, you can and will be notified. Take good notes. Good, good notes. Because I think that by the end of 2024, I am going to completely delete this podcast. If you're not already following me on TikTok, go on ahead, head on over there, put in the Caribbean Astrologer, and the profile is going to say movies, documentaries, and TV shows. I started off with astrology. Um... But then I quickly learned that the people that pay me don't have friends. They're not paying me for the consultation. They're paying me as a way to make friends. So, I don't take anybody new. The old people... You know, I can get their consultation. The people that's been around for a few years, those are the ones that could get the consultation, but no new ones. So I changed it into documentaries, movies, and shows because we all know that before the Illumis do anything. They need people to come into agreement with it. And so they put it in documentaries, movies, and TV shows. And then they execute. It could take them 20 years to execute, but they execute. So, the point is, it's there to assist people with seeing the truth. And I don't have any expectation for anybody to do anything. There's nothing that I can tell anyone to do except to prepare their mind their emotions and that's it so I've got this acquaintance and he's normally not a challenging person 
But he's been challenging me lately. And this was actually the second or third time he challenged me. And I said to myself, when he asks, let me not be transparent. Because with me being honest, he's challenging me. And what's going to happen is he's going to go on a block list. And every time I try to prevent something from happening, it ultimately ends up happening anyway. So it's just a matter of time before he ends up being blocked. So this time, he said, Hey, what you up to? And I was reading up on vitamins. And I came across vitamin A. And vitamin A is retinol. And retinol can be broken set down into another, well, into its most simplistic form. And that's called tretinoin. And as I was reading up about ultimately vitamin A, I was trying to figure out why the tretinoin, a.k.a. retinol, a.k.a. vitamin A, <laughs> I found that it was deemed as a drug which made it illegal. And when I went into the Google Images, it was a topical cream. And I was saying, can somebody turn this cream into crack or something? It can turn it into heroin or something. That I don't know about why is tretinoin illegal. Why are you calling the topical cream a drug? You want it only for certain people or something like that? calling a topical cream a drug. And it said it could get into the bloodstream and cause heart, kidney, and lung failure. And I said, so can ibuprofen. So can Tylenol. Why are you not, why are you calling it a drug, though? Why is the cream illegal? I'm not getting it. And I'm searching all around, and I'm not finding anything that would warrant this topical cream to be illegal. Now, I understand the pharmaceutical companies want, has deemed medications illegal because they want to make money from off of it. And I always remember the secret covenant letter when it said we'll poison their food and we'll put metals in their mouths and that metal will poison their minds and when they come to us for help, 
We'll just give them medicine that will make them more sick. But this is a topical cream. You could get I don't, I don't, ben, benzenoin or something like that. Like if you get a bee sting or a slight rash or something, you could go buy a Benadryl or something over the counter. It's not a drug. That gets into your bloodstream. Ibuprofen and Tylenol that gets into your bloodstream. So all of this can cause heart, kidney, and lung damage. So why are you calling this? Are you calling it illegal? So I'm saying to my acquaintance, it's probably because they don't want certain people to have it. Like, I'm just trying to see if I'm, I'm critically thinking to myself. Like, I'm not even sure if I'm even on the right track. And so my friend challenges me and says, Well, it's illegal. He says something like it's illegal and something about plastic surgery. I changed the subject because I'm not asking you anything. And you're challenging me, trying to make it seem like what I'm saying is crazy. When really I'm just critically thinking for myself. I'm just answering a question, what I was doing, and I was really reading about vitamin A. This is like the second or the third time he's been challenging me. And I still can't figure out why tretinoin is, is is a drug, though. Like, it's used in the beauty industry. We know that's a multi-billion dollar industry. We got the 10-year-olds in Sephora spending $8,000 of her mommy's money for beauty supplies, trying to make herself look younger. And Trentinoin is one of those things. I still don't understand it. Like, But when they blend it with oil of Olay, like some other type of product, and add other things to it, excuse me, it, it's not illegal anymore. But they literally have like facial peels that you literally can buy anywhere, including Amazon. Thirty between thirty and seventy percent of the ingredient that makes it the chemical peel. Thirty to seventy percent. But when it comes to the tretinoin, at zero point zero one percent, you call it a drug, you claim it's because it can seep through your skin and cause heart, kidney, and lung damage. 
but this chemical pill that you could get from Target that has 70% of the chemical that makes it a chemical pill. It's not illegal. It's not a drug. I carried on. I just changed the subject with the guy. Don't let me keep it light. Going forward. And he has a VPN where he uses it to download like really old movies. And there's a couple of movies that I would like. So, I don't know nothing about VPN and downloading nothing. I could do a quick check it out on Google or something like that. But knowing my black luck, somebody would be at my door about it. So these movies, I think I don't want to teach him anything. Because we're not friends, we're acquaintances. And number two, I think I don't want to teach him anything. Because I see he's another one that's in black people's business. Studying black people. I I don't want to teach him anything. Because I've learned in the last couple of months, actually, how selfish and wicked people really are. I watch people boycott Starbucks on behalf of the Palestinians. And as soon as Starbucks partnered with Stanley Cups and they made Stanley Cups a trend, people abandoned the boycott for something that they thought was fashionable. The $75 cup. Then they had this little picture floating around with this man. And all of these women bombarding the store for the Stanley Cup. Not a single video showing this man and these women bombarding the store. There was other of videos about the Stanley Cup, but this particular picture, 
There's no video. There's nobody talking about them being one of the people that was in that crowd. To get a Stanley Cup in. And so I questioned that picture. And I questioned that picture because I watched Redacted. And they did an interview with a former FBI agent. And the former FBI agent said it was some country overseas. And they infiltrated the newspapers overseas and made up a story. And once they got people talking about it and in fear, that's when America went into that country. And what America went into the country for, of course, was their resources. So now I know that the FBI and the CIA is being used to infiltrate spaces. I watched Dr. Umar. He did a wonderful interview. A wonderful interview. Now, I don't follow Dr. Umar. I don't know what, why people don't like him. They say he pandered to women. But everybody panders to women. When they want something. Black women in particular. Especially when they want to make money. They pander to black women. Which is why I don't trust pandering. Can't come over here and say something nice all of a sudden. You're here to infiltrate so you can destroy and make money. But they say he pandered to women and apparently they got a problem with that. Other than that, I don't hear anybody else... I don't hear anybody saying anything that would warrant their disdain towards Dr. Umar. I think he's unserious and funny at the same time. And if what he says he's doing is true, he's doing more for the community than the people who have a disdain towards him. So I think Dr. Umar, my own popular opinion about him is he is unserious and has a sense of humor simultaneously. I listen to Dr. Umar for the funny things that he make up. I don't know how he come up with them things, but he is funny. But I saw an interview with him, and that interview was amazing. He did a bang-up job. And there's a part in there where he talks about being infiltrated by outsiders, And he broke it down, put it back together again. Broke it down again and then put it back together again. 
And there's nothing that they can use, the GOV, CIA, FBI, whoever, military, there's nothing that they can do to infiltrate Dr. Umar because he knows the game. I also watched a documentary called MLK FBI. I've seen a lot of little snippets about MLK. And the number one thing people said about MLK was that he cheated on his wife. That was the only thing that they said. He cheated on his wife. Didn't Bush cheat on his wife in the Oval Office? Have men not been cheating on their wives since the beginning of time? So I'm watching a documentary. And MLK, he started young. I didn't know that he started his activism so young. And he was making acquaintances with people. And the people he was making acquaintances with, politically and financially, they had power and authority. And they wanted to join with King for dismantling systems such as white supremacy. Hoover came along and saw that everyone loved King, black and white. I saw this old lady, this old white woman, she had a scarf over her head, you know how they tie it up under their chin. And she was marching in that protest, honey. She looked like she was 90 years old. And she locked on that old white woman, locked arms with the two black men, and was they was walking. Honey. She had to, and I think she went to sleep the night before a little bit early. I think when she woke up, she drank a little bit of yak and got a little bit of food in her. You know, took her Metamucil, and she was ready to go. She had a little pep in her step, not afraid of black men at all. She locked arms with them. I don't know whose moms and grandma that was, but kudos to granny. And there was a couple of Caucasian people that really tried to stick with the black community to dismantle Systems. And it was white people. When the white people would try to attack the black people, and the white people was with the black people, the white people didn't leave them black people's side at all. They did not leave their side. They stayed right there with them. And those women ultimately became activists. 
they knew that they saw the negative impact that supremacy had. And they actually had empathy and compassion. They knew it wasn't fair. They knew it wasn't right. And so they tried. So I think I'll always say that I've seen a select few white people who have tried, like they really did, and to no avail. So anyhow, Hoover saw Dr. King's notoriety in that the United States, any place in the United States where there were black people, they loved him. And Hoover got jealous. And so Hoover saw King talking to somebody else. They were friends. And Hoover told King to stop speaking to the person. And he didn't. And that pissed Hoover off. And that started Hoover with trying to take Dr. King down. Hoover tried his best to assassinate the character of Dr. Martin Luther King. No matter what they did, it didn't work. He just became more and more loved. Don't that sound like Trump today? One second. He ended up learning. He didn't know what else to do because he tried to assassinate his character and it didn't work. He didn't know what else to do, but then he learned from, straight from the horse's mouth, how to infiltrate Dr. King. And Dr. King didn't know that Hoover was trying to infiltrate. He didn't know. So Hoover went to JFK and left parts out of the story he wanted to to get the permission of JFK, who was the president, I think he was the president at that time, either a congressman or a president, whichever one it was, um, to put up surveillance around King. And Hoover left out the part about him having a vendetta against King. So JFK not knowing is saying, well, if what you're saying is true, you want to, you know, catch him for espionage or tax evasion, money laundering, then okay. But JFK and 
Dr. King was friends, but JFK never said anything to King. So Hoover went in and was putting up all type of bugs around the house where him and Coretta King lived with the kids, and they couldn't find anything. But King was going to hotels, and that's when King was having him his side chick, and that's what Hoover got. Put up cameras and audio and all kind of stuff in them hotel rooms and was able to pay the people that worked in the hotel to put King in a, in a particular room that they had already bugged and put cameras up in these rooms. They was putting it in lamps and books and a telephone. Chow. And they was recording King having sex with his side chick. So King went and admitted what he did with his wife because he knew Hoover had video. And he knew Hoover was going to tell. So Coretta still decided to stick beside him. As she should. Because in the 60s, they was dealing with like white supremacy heavily. The 50s, the 40s, 50s, and 60s, they dealt with supremacy heavily. The shit that people was doing against white people. Off, uh, the shit that white people was doing against black people, all because of envy, is sickening. I don't know if I would have made it if I was born in the 60s. God, when he decided to bring me into the earth, that was a good time. Because had I had been 18, 19, 20, 21 in the 60s, as much as I rebel, I don't know. I'd have took a couple of people out. I'd have been on the run for taking people out. I'd have took a few out and left the country. They instill so much fear, but you, like I said, when you narcissistic and you bullying somebody and you back that cat up into a corner, after a while, that cat stop getting, stop being scared, and that cat will come from out of that corner swinging, and that cat gonna gouge your eyeballs out and give you a couple of of, of ball spots. And long scratches and bite marks. The ancestor's gonna show up and get a couple of kicks in. Anyhow, Coretta did good. She made a good decision because she was, she knew the temperature and the atmosphere concerning black people in the 60s. And it was good that she did not allow supremacy to infiltrate her marriage.
And then Hoover, with his jealous cell, tried to expose King to the church. And they stuck beside him with the church. So Hoover failed again. He failed again. All of his attempts, and he spent a long time like a true narcissist. They'll spend 10 years trying to take one person down and focusing on one topic at that. The takedown. They got one goal. And they will spend 10 years, 15 years, on that one damn goal, like an obsessed lunatic. So by the time I got to the end of the documentary, um, so they ended up sending Coretta um, the videos of King having his extramarital affair. But by the time they sent the video, it was King had already, before that, told his wife what was going on. Then they tried to send it to his friends. And his friends was like, you know, if I ain't see it with my own eyes, then it didn't happen. That's how I operate. And they said they never looked at the videos. That was loyalty. That was sticking together. By the time they got done with it, um, no, JFK was assassinated. They talked about that a little bit in a documentary. And then after that, they assassinated King. So how they infiltrated King, they picked a woman that they knew he was sexually attracted to and paid her money to infiltrate. And that's how they got in. They used a woman. Then they did the same thing. Was it with Gaddafi? Or was it Fidel Castro? It was it was one of them. I think it was I think it was Fidel Castro, but anyhow, they did the same thing with one of them men. Hired the FBI hired a nineteen year old, paid her to infiltrate. And she went in, and that man took the bait of this 19-year-old. And that's how they was able to assassinate him. So when Dr. Uma said, you can't send me no woman to infiltrate me because I have sexual self-control, understood it. But you, you can give your enemy the information that they need to set you up 
without you even realizing that you gave him the information. Why? Because you was talking. They need you to talk. A narcissist needs you to talk. Somebody that's in competition with you needs you to talk. Because if you're not talking, they can't figure nothing out. So when it comes to my acquaintance, I'm saying to myself, let me not be honest, let me not be transparent. Because I am watching your whiteness study black consciousness. Let me think twice about giving you the information about these movies and just do it myself. I ain't never seen a Caucasian born in Sweden live in Mexico but got dreadlocks. Your whole lineage, fam. Come on. He'll be a black he would be an ally to the black community until the pressure comes. Then he'll have an anxiety attack at white supremacy and he is white. And will sell out. Same way them people did with the Stanley Cups and the Starbucks collaboration. Sell out. They abandoned. They jumped ship. So I know that people are not loyal. I'm seeing it. God has shown it to me for a reason. And I'm seeing it. I'm accepting the truth for what it really is. The last podcast I put up, I hope y'all got good notes from that because I deleted it. I was dropping too much sauce. <laughs> oh, I spilled the beans, honey. <laughs> I hope y'all got good notes. That was too much sauce. So anyway, that whole era in the 60s where the FBI was using wiretapping and all that stuff to infiltrate, they ended up making a show called the FBI by Warner Brothers. And you can watch that on YouTube. Pretty freaking wild. And I say that because if you know where to look, you'll get the information about what they're up to. You'll get the information about how they move and how they think. And it's interesting because after that, that's how they 
That's how Mayor Rudy Giuliani had got the mafia that was running New York. They couldn't catch them for nothing. They couldn't catch them. The FBI, CIA could not catch the mafia. But then the mafia works with the police and the military. Okay? Don't think they don't exist. They do. You seen a trend? The mob wives aesthetic? They done culture appropriated the real mob wives, the way that they dressed. So some of the mob wives are saying, please, you wouldn't last a day in these shoes. Go sit down, little girl. And others is taking it. The younger ones is taking this five minutes of fame for attention. They five minutes of fame of attention to make new friends and grow their following on social media. And they're going to learn the hard way. Just like the Mexicans did with the Zote and the Cafe Bustelo. Just like the black people did with the Mayel hair products. The Italians or the mob wives are going to see what everybody was talking about. Just like the Asians recently learned with um, affirmative action. They're going to see what everybody is talking about. And then it's, I know it's going to be somebody saying, see, we tried to tell you, we told you so. This is what they do, and this is why we don't like it, because it's damaging. See, now you get it. And I'm going to be right there with my bowl of ice cream. And I'm going to put some hot fudge on top of my ice cream, too. You fuck around, I might make a banana split. Keep playing. (laughs) So, I had... um, took a look at my natal chart and I hadn't done that in a couple of months and as I'm looking at it where my son and Pluto is conjunct it all makes sense then I looked at the squares and I'm like it makes sense it makes sense why I'm detaching because uh, Aquarius is to detach, to learn the lesson, emotionally detached. And that's exactly what I've been going through, I'm going to say the last two months. 
yeah, the last two months, there was a prerequisite before the two months happened. And I kind of feel like the stench of America is what I'm detaching myself from. It's been so, here's my thought. The way that this country was founded, once it became founded as a corporation, is disgusting. It's vile and it's barbaric and evil. And by the time God decided to put my soul and spirit on this earth, I was born into what previous people have fought and died for. And though I still had to fight for my life, Though I was forced into a position of sink or swim, though I had to figure everything out on my own for various different reasons, people being jealous because I'm attractive, jealous because I got a nice shape, men trying to have sex with me because I'm attractive and I have a nice shape, supremacy being the thing that is making me feel like somebody is out to get me, but I, I don't see nobody. It's the laws and the Constitution. And then it's people upholding supremacy and colorism, and neo-feudalism, and exclusion. I wouldn't mind the exclusion part if they would stay the fuck out my face and get the fuck out my way. But if you look into... All of the towns that black people built, they had their own bank, their own church, their own grocery store, their own doctors, their own parks, their own schools, their own farms, their own stores. Everything they had on their own, it was infiltrated by the Ku Klux Klan and Nazis. They were sent by who? The FBI. Because supremacy couldn't handle it. Did you know that supremacy had ran, oh my gosh, was it for Congress or for president? The, it, it, like the man literally had on his hood with the patch, with that red patch. And he did not win. And whatever made him not try again, it had to do with something, it had to have something to do with he would literally die and he didn't want to die, so he stayed in the back. 
He was he was behind the scenes. Getting different people from different sectors to do things and paying them. Learning from people from previous eras and doing what they did verbatim. That's why when you see Trump running for presidency, a lot of the things that he do and say is from JFK. But JFK was really trying to dismantle systems. That's why he was assassinated, because he was trying to dismantle systems. They didn't want that. The Ku Klux Klan didn't want that. So they offed him. It's some crazy shit. But even though I went through all of this stuff, when I look at it in hindsight, I let it get to me more than I should have. The onslaught of attacks, it got to me more than what it should have. And at the end of the day, God always took care of me. I always found a way around it. With, and, and there was nobody to tell me how to finagle anything, how to overcome anything. Damn sure they didn't have the parents that instill shit. The person that I am today, it came from God and the school of hard knock life. Resilience. It didn't have shit to do with a man, my parents, or my grandparents. They can't take accolades for this. I don't know anybody who don't have a nine to five And I, and I don't have a bunch of kids, but yet I live in a three-bedroom. I don't know anybody like this. It's God. And then I'm learning that because I always wondered where the money go. Where does the money go? If the government is giving states money and you're steady taking things away from poor people, from children, from the elderly, from veterans, where's the money going that the government is giving to the states? And then you're taxing people everywhere you turn. We got to pay taxes. I recently learned that uh, social security checks for the elderly, they got to pay taxes. And I'm like, why is that even taxed? They don't work all their lives for that. Social security, they paid into it 
all their lives. Why is it being taxed? Everything you buy, tax. Every every bill you pay, tax. You get gas, tax. So between the government giving all this money and poor people even paying taxes, elderly people paying taxes, the homeless people are paying taxes, because if the homeless people go and they buy a hot meal, some fruit, and a beverage, they got to pay tax. If they go and buy a blanket, they have to pay tax. So even the homeless people are paying taxes. So you you getting all of this money from taxes, where the hell is it going? Yeah, you got these, these programs in place, but it's actually, what is it doing for the community? In any state. And then you got the whole income tax thing. And there's still a slew of people that don't know. Paying Having your taxes taken from out of your check is voluntary. You can pay your taxes at the end of the fiscal year in installments. And you'll pay one-fourth of what's taken out of your check all year long. One-fourth. But the government does scare people. You don't pay your taxes, you're going to go to jail. And then they'll go find a celebrity. I say tax fraud, tax evasion. Got to pay a million dollars. Oh, you got to pay your taxes. Where's all the money going? Cardi B was saying she had to come out of her pocket with a large sum of money. And she said, what are y'all doing with the money? Where's the Where's my taxes going? What are y'all doing with it? They won't answer her question. They won't answer nobody's question. But there's been some whistleblowers that came out, child. Some ex-FBI agents came out and they done told it. They're using your money to invest in the stock market. They're not using their money. They're using your money. Even when it comes to colleges and you got the whole tax system going on and the colleges, they're taking that money and they're investing it in the stock market. So taxes go to fund wars and for them to invest in a a stock market. And they tell you put your money in the bank so that they can loan it out to people that don't need the loan. And then they take that money and invest it in the stock market. And then when people want to buy a home, they charge them interest for the money that they borrow. 
and then they got to pay taxes. So taxes was already taken out of your money before it got deposited into the bank. And then the person that's borrowing the money to get a house, they're paying interest and taxes on money that was already taxed. They're getting over like a fat rat. They've been getting over like a fat rat. So you breaking your neck to work, and this is why they trying to overturn. Well, they did what they did with Roe versus Wade because they want to create. They want women to have kids to replace the old ones that are too old to work. And they want to change it from retiring at 65 to 70. The UK is up in arms because they're saying they want to change the retirement age from 62 to 65. And the citizens said they don't want to work till they're 60 years old. But the government wants people to work. They want the labor. They want to pay as less as they possibly can for labor and hoard all of the money. And now people are understanding that slavery. But imagine what the black people went through during the days of slavery. With $25 a month for hard labor. The Mexicans over there in Florida getting paid $10 an hour for hard labor. And I've always said, you don't get paid for hard work. You don't. But you will get paid for what you know. To me, that was backwards. So I just think all of this information is it came out at the right time. It couldn't have came to me five years ago or fifteen years ago. I wasn't ready for it. Now is the perfect time. And I happily detach from the stench of supremacy. I will not be one of those BIPOCs that inadvertently, indirectly, and unbeknownst to me, upholding supremacy. That doesn't make sense. Competition, secret competition, supremacy. All this shit about long hair that BIPOC do, this stupid dumb shit, that's supremacy. I'm up here, you down here, that's supremacy. I got this name brand Louis Gucci Fendi Prada as a status symbol. That's supremacy. I got something before you did. That's supremacy. It's not that I don't want you to get it. I just don't want you to get it before me. That's supremacy.
and allowing supremacy to infiltrate my space is stupid. I'm going against my own self. And what I want. That's stupid. And some of these white women are weak as hell. Weak as hell. They don't have resilience. Supremacy got them scared. So go check out that um, documentary at MLK FBI and then go on YouTube and look for the Warner Brothers TV series called The FBI. So sometimes I'll be looking at the UK news. I pop in every now and then. And I popped in at the UK News. And some woman, she has surgery. And it was about cancer. And after her surgery, she found out that she got skin cancer. Mm. Um, Megan and Harry. Mostly Harry is out here in these streets talking. And I kept saying to myself now, after he done let go of the royal crown, people didn't even know Megan was black until her black mother came along. They thought she was white. And as long as they thought she was white, everything was cool. But the minute her black mother came around and they found out that she was black, they got a problem with it. They've been dragging that poor woman's name through the mud for years. I don't know how she ain't get with somebody that know voodoo. <laughs> the real authentic voodoo. So they brought a lady up on the show and they was talking about how their taxes in the UK should be able to fund the taxes that's paid in the UK should be able to fund their um, news stations. And funny thing, the man said, do you want me to talk about the lady? With the cancer, do you want me to talk about Harry and Meghan? And the caller was like, neither. (laughs) She was like, neither. (laughs) By the time they got done with the call, here's the shady part to me. By the time they got done with the call, they they played a snippet of Trump talking, saying that, um, Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis 
had dropped out of the race because they lost Iowa and another state. And how DeSantis is now basically on Trump's side. After they played that clip, they changed the subject and kept it pushing. I cackled and I cackled and I cackled. The UK news, they're low-key shady, and I'm here for it. (laughs) So they watching what's going on in other countries politically here in the States. Puerto Rico got something going on with their politics. I guess it's time for them to vote. I don't know what what it is. I don't think they got... Puerto Rico's part of the United States, so... Whatever they got going on politically, somebody is supposed to... Somebody is running for something. And they're having conversations with each other, saying, like telling each other... Don't fall for the okie doke because they've been trying to keep shit going between the Puerto Ricans and the Haitians. That's in Haiti. And we need to be strategic about what we're doing. And I was like, oh, okay, Puerto Rico. Everybody else is opening up. Still not enough people. And I I think about what do I want people to do once they realize the truth, once the majority realize the truth. Like, what do I want them to do? Because it's really nothing that anybody can do. What's written for America is what's written for America. There's nothing that anybody can do to change it. No matter how much Numyo Renge killing. And behemoth worshiping these devils do. Nothing is going to alter anything. They can sit there and try to force God's hand as much as they want. They're going to pay for their crimes regardless. And there is a large part of my heart that says when they get what they finally deserve the ones that have upheld supremacy when they get what they finally deserve I'm here for it it's been a long time coming finally Finally, finally, and all of them people, I said, where's God? Where was God? They getting ready to learn today. And I know it's going to be some people that's going to rub it in their face. And I'm I'm just going, I'm going to have my ice cream ready. It's going to be some people being petty. I told you, I told you, I told you, I told you. You got these people 
coming out. They don't want to admit and or acknowledge how brutal and barbaric supremacy has been to anybody that's non-white. Because what they did to the Japanese is disgusting. What they did to the Hawaiians is disgusting. What they did to the indigenous Native Americans is disgusting. And they don't want to acknowledge it. They come and they say, what's with the race car? Why did you create race to begin with? Why did your forefathers create race to begin with? You're so bothered by BIPOC and POC. Why did your forefathers bring them into this country to begin with? Why didn't you leave them people where they was, living their best lives? And even though you still had a chance to send the descendants back, even during the days of MLK, you could have sent the descendants back. You had the money, the power, and authority to do so, but you didn't, so why didn't you, if you so bothered? They needed the labor. They needed the taxes. But they didn't want equality. They didn't want equality then. Let's say from six from nineteen sixty to twenty twenty three. Damn near sixty five years you still fighting against equality. You don't want it because you would have been did it. And for me personally, at this point, you could keep it and stick it with a sun don't shine. My retribution is watching God take you down. He could do a better job than anybody could ever do. That any human could ever do. Disgusting. Hanging women, pregnant women, by the tree, cutting an eight-month-old baby from out of her stomach and then stomping the baby until it died. Raping a 10-year-old child until that baby, until that 10-year-old died. You a whole man sodomizing a male 10-year-old until that child died. And you're going to say that's not a human. You're such a beast, such an untamed beast that you are putting your adult penis in a child's butthole. I look forward to what's coming to the West. I'm not worried. I don't have no anxieties. I don't have depression. I never had depression anyway. If I overcame all of this stuff through resilience and rebellion, 
And most of all, God, why would I be concerned about what's coming? All of those that have fear, because they knew what they was doing and upholding and not doing was wrong. They have it. They have the right mind to be scared. They should be very afraid. They should be. You didn't just do it to one group of people. You did it to all groups of people. Gave the Mexicans 40 acres and a meal and seeds to farm. Then you put them from off of the freaking land. Heard this one girl say <coughs> she had 100 acres um, and it was from the indigenous Native Americans that her grandparents passed down. She knew how they got it and she knew that shit was wrong. You're going to open up your mouth publicly and say this like ain't nobody going to hunt you down. She knew how they got it was wrong. She and she didn't care. And she was enjoying 100 acres. It wouldn't have been so bad because I don't know what one person is going to do with 100 acres. But it wouldn't have been so bad if she would have had some some shelter built, you know, some houses or whatever built and gave people, uh, indigenous Native American, you know, parts of it and let them do what they do and don't charge them no money. You could that's you could have made up for it. You could have apologized. But you didn't. One acre is more than enough for a family of five. So what are you doing with 100 acres? Now you know, what's that thing? Oh my gosh, that lady. She did something similar, stole indigenous Native Americans' land. And it was acre upon acre upon acre. Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, of course, it was written as a book and they turned it into a movie. It's a real story about how these Caucasian people that killed off the indigenous Native Americans for their land and the resources that was on that land and took over. And that lady, she be on TV, excuse me, now cooking. Talk about, I got a farm. Making millions upon millions upon millions of dollars off of stolen property and resources. Disgusting. They have no conscience about it. It's like, oh, well. But if it happened to them, they want to cry. I watched this one lady crying. Over Verizon, they took $1,000, $900 out of my bank account. And it was a fraud, and somebody opened, got more phones, and opened up new phone lines. They got phone numbers for those phone lines, and it was a fraud. And 
we resolved it and they were supposed to reimburse me my money, but they didn't reimburse my money. They credited my account. She was crying over $900. Imagine how somebody feels that was murdered over their 100 acres of land and resources. Imagine how somebody feels seeing a bunch of Ku Klux Klans with their hoods and horses on their property committing a mass genocide of indigenous Native Americans for the land and the resources that was on that land. Imagine how much money that is and you're crying about $900. Certain things I just don't have empathy for. Sorry. And then she said they gave her some of the money back, like $600. They gave that back, but as a credit to her account. So instead of them taking the money out for the of her bank account for the bill, they're going to take it from the credit. So they kept the money regardless. It's not being deposited back in her bank. She's like, I can't pay bills and I can't buy food. Let's get into this news. Social media influencers are being paid $50,000 to talk positively about Joe Biden. Good old marketing, right? (laughs) Talk positively about this one, but assassinate the character of another one. They've been doing it for the longest time. And um, a lot of activists had told people this is what they do. disgusting. They can't play fairly at all. Their first thought is murder, always. And they want to say black people are animals. They're not actually human beings. And you're the one going around acting like an animal. Like you in a wild kingdom somewhere and you need to eat, and you hunt your prey, and you kill it so you can eat it. There's no difference between you and a lion that's in the, in the forest. Because the lion eats his prey, and you eat humans. You are a human eating a human. They assassinate people's characters. They set the tone for fashion trends and uphold supremacy, that's part of what marketing does. I talked about the Verizon lady. I do want to point something out because something similar happened to me. 
with Amazon. Um, I bought a dehydrator from Amazon. And I remember slicing them onions real thin. And they just wasn't dehydrated. And I left it overnight. And in the morning, it still wasn't dehydrated. So I returned it. And I was thinking that they was going to refund my money back into my account. They didn't. They gave me an Amazon credit. So they still kept my money regardless. Now, I don't know when this started becoming a practice, but it's now a practice. So be forewarned and don't set up auto pay. They'll tell you, and this is part of their marketing, and this is something I tested. Set up auto pay, and it'll help your credit score go up. So I tried it for a year. And each month, my score only went up one point. One point. Not five, not ten but one. And as soon as some type of, I don't know how it was happening, but the auto pay would not be on auto pay. It would disconnect. Like it's a, not, the auto pay will be on auto pay, but with the credit bureau, somehow it would disconnect where they wasn't getting the information that the bill was on auto pay. And every time that happened, my credit score would drop three points. So my score is going up one point, but then when it disconnected, it dropped three points. Didn't make no sense to me. That whole thing is a trap. And I had two bills, and both bills combined was only $35. One point. Anyhow, be forewarned that they're now just giving you a credit instead of putting the money back in your account. And I had canceled my Amazon subscription. There was nothing that... I think Amazon had gotten too big. And that's why I canceled it. I canceled my subscription. They started selling cars. They started selling houses. They linked up with like pharmaceutical companies. And now you could get your prescriptions through the pharmaceutical, through Amazon. And they linked up with doctors. So now you can do like a FaceTime with a doctor That'll bill you, of course, and whatever prescription that you pay for, that's what you'll get. That's too much power for one company. So I canceled my subscription. I don't want to take part in it. Because you know what's going to happen? Knowing that supremacy don't want to loose its hold. The next thing I'll put is 
Let me read this. Oh, this was interesting. Because I've been seeing people bullying other people to vote for who they want them to vote for. And I've never seen anything like this. Even on Facebook, when I did have Facebook, I never saw anything like this. People had their opinions on Facebook and why they was voting for who they wanted to vote for. But the main thing that I saw on Facebook was make sure you and everybody in your household is registered to vote. Your votes count. And the votes do count because I watched Gen Z flip entire states. So regardless of what they say about the college electoral, blah, 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 I watch Gen Z flip entire states. So I've been seeing people bullying other people into who they want them to vote for. And that made me think, because they say vote for the lesser of the two evils, because both people are evil. And I don't understand why... BIPOC and POC would actively vote for Trump knowing that he holds up the Confederate flag. Knowing that his father was a, or grandfather was a Klansman. I don't understand why they do it. So it was a, a person of color saying, vote for Trump. So I asked him a question and I said, if both people are evil, if both people are racist and they say vote for the lesser of the two evils, then which racist do you vote for? You got to remember that the one that's holding up the Confederate flag was the same one that said, bring back death by lethal injection when it came to the Central Park Five. Remember that? Do you know what that means for black men? Because they're going to jail in higher rates than black women. You know that they like to pin drugs on you or if you got a small bag of marijuana, they're putting you in jail for 20 years. So if they could put you in jail for 20 years for a small bag of marijuana and they say bring back the death penalty and they pass a bill to kill you because you had a small ass bag of marijuana, What do you think that means for you? Why would you vote for him? And then one of those guys from the Central Park Five ended up becoming a senator. They were all innocent. All five of those black men was innocent. The white woman lied on them. Just like that white woman lied on Emmett Till, and Emmett Till was killed. That that lady lived a long time and then she finally died. Evil always lives a long time. 
she was never really, legally she wasn't held accountable, but publicly she was ousted. You could tell that lady very rarely went outside because people knew who she was and what she did. The next thing on the news for the latest news is the Prime Minister of Israel tweeted, nobody will stop them. And so I started taking count. And I said, well, first they said they will not cease fire, and they didn't. Then they said they were going to ignore the courts, and they did. And now they're saying nobody will stop them. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Israel just blew up a, a college in Gaza. Blew the thing to smithereens. If anybody think that what's happening in the Middle East is not coming to the U.S., they would be sadly mistaken. If anybody can't see the writing on a wall that a civil war is coming, they're sadly mistaken. When I did the podcast on here at the beginning of 2023, when I looked at the NATO chart, America's transiting chart, I told y'all, civil war is coming. Kamala's going to end up being the president by default. Something's coming up with Trump that I'm not going to mention until after it happens. But Biden's going to get back in office. But ultimately, Kamala will be the president. I told y'all that she was going to change the um, amendments. Um, She was going to be in favor of promoting feminism. I can't wait to watch the men have complete meltdowns about that one. And Kamala is actually laying down the groundwork now about when it comes to feminism. And right now she's right. Because nobody should be telling a woman what to do with her body. She's right. It really should be her body, her choice. But at the same time, women need to stop using abortion and morning after pills as a form of health care. That's not health care. But she's laying down the groundwork now for feminism. And she's going to boost women up left and right. She's going to change a lot of laws by executive decision. She's not going to ask anybody anything. She's just going to do it and say this is what it is after the bills is passed and signed. I told y'all the country was going to be invaded mostly by Russia and China, but it's going to be other countries coming in with it. They're going to take great joy in doing white people real dirty. They're going to take white people into slavery. 
this is in America's transit and chart. Y'all could go back. Y'all might have to do a whole lot of scrolling because I did a whole lot of podcasts in a year time. But you're going to have to scroll back and find that podcast if you didn't already take notes from it. Um, what else did I tell y'all from that when I looked at it? Uh, China, they're going to be the ones that are setting the trend for fashion. It, no, um, white supremacy will no longer be the ones saying what's trendy and what's not. It's going to be China. I told y'all about universal basic income. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head what else did I tell y'all about. Um, it was something about BRICS going against NATO and the World Economic Forum. BRICS ultimately win. I told y'all about the warfare between um, Muslims and the religion of Muslim and the religion of Christianity and that the religion of Muslim was going to ultimately win. So right now what we're seeing in the Middle East is not what we're looking for because it's the Jews against the Muslims. The the Jews are not, we know that they are not Christians. So that's not the religious war that we're looking for. But at the end of the day, it's the Muslims that's going to win. I can't remember anything else off the top of my head, but I know I got it written down, child. A lot of that, um, I gave y'all dates. I definitely don't remember. Well, an estimated date of when you could expect to start seeing these things happening. And I don't remember those dates off the top of my head. But if you got your notes from that, then you already got the answer. Just go back and listen to your, um, go back and read your notes. I know that I have it written down for myself. Um, I know I told y'all we got two more good years. 2023 and 2024 is the two good years. As wild as 2024 is getting ready to be, once 2025 come in, mid-2025, the shit really going to hit the fan then. Right now, they're pushing, the government is pushing for a civil war. And I see it because they pulled out that old um, news clip from six years ago, and it had all the patriots and the evangelical Christians and the Nazis and the Klansmen all up in arms. Talk about bare arms. You come over here and... I'm unloading the clip. I'm unloading the clip. Just so thirsty to commit murder. Your first thought is to commit murder. Like the animal 
the barbaric animal that you really are. That's your true nature is to be a beast. Instead of saying, let us get together and push for some bills to be passed and push for them to be signed by the president so that we could bring some change because a war is no good for anybody. They're sitting there thinking that it's BIPOC and POC and the migrants that's destroying the company of the country, and it's not. Their own government is doing it. They got so much damn hate in their heart that when a country is invaded, just when they think that everything is safe and quiet and hunky-dory, when it happens, the combination of the shock and the hate that they have in their heart will make them drop dead right then and there. Some people are going to get so scared that they're going to drop dead right then and there. Fear can make somebody heart stop, literally. This is why we spent that year, especially in 2022, we had that time where it was a complete Piscean stellium. And I as and Pisces being ruled by Neptune and Neptune being fear, I went through all 12 astrology signs to teach you guys how to work on your own fear individually. And a tip that I gave was to pay attention to what people are saying, the words that they're using. And listen for what they're leaving out because they're purposefully leaving that part out. Why? To scare people. So we had 2022, 2023 to work on fear. This is why I sit here in 2024 and I'm not worried. I worked on my fear. That's like a daily thing. Even if you did it once a week over all of this time, you should see the progress in yourself when it comes to your own personal fear, according to where your Neptune falls in your natal chart. But them freaking patriots and evangelical Christians and, and them Klansmen and them Nazis, some of them is just going to be so so bold that they think they're going to take take down a russian and and a and a chinaman and they're going to see they're going to I'm not even going to say they've met their match because the patriot is no match for how brutal these men are 
Remember I said I, the way that it looked in a transcendent chart was that they came in real stealthily. So they're not even going to have time to pick up their weapons and unlock it and load the clip and all that. you fat and unhealthy anyway. You can't roll around on the floor. Your knees and your hips is bad. Then they're going to have drones flying over the country. Live TV. I want to see it. I want to see it. I'm going to have up my laptop, my iPad, my cell phone, three different sources. Fuck around, I turn my TV on too. Go on YouTube because somebody on YouTube going to be live. Live streaming and shit. I want to see it. I'm not going to laugh. I'm not going to think it's funny. Because it's not. But I'm going to be glad to see the retribution. Finally. So let us continue. Wait a minute. Let us continue. Wait a minute, y'all. Well, wait a minute now. Well, wait a minute now, now. I think I talked to y'all about Tesla. The car warranty covers everything except the battery. And to the to repair the battery, it costs $50,000. I said, hell, they could buy a brand new car for $15,000. Remember the movie Leave the World Behind when the Teslas was um, driving themselves was nobody in it. Them electric cars. <coughs> you might not want to get an electric car. Um, this one was just some notes that I was taking. Thinking about critically thinking to myself. I hadn't realized some people will literally be stuck in America due to their past mistakes and past decisions. I learned that some people actually have to see a judge to get permission to get a passport to leave the country. And some people owe a substantial amount of money to the government and can't get a passport because of that. Nikki Haley has gone viral for her extramarital affairs. And here I go, being shady. Y'all remember that song by Prince called Nikki? I knew a girl named Nikki. I guess you could say she was a sex fiend. While I attached that song to that article. She left a phone number on the stairs. She said, thank you for a funky time. Call me up, Nikki. <laughs> I must admit I entertained myself with that one. Nikki. Nimarata. 
she wrote a book. And in the book, she was talking about how she experienced, her and her father experienced racism in America. I never knew that she wrote a book. That she turned around and said, America's not racist. There was another article that I read that said they're passing a bill to deem Dominicans as terrorists. And I said, well, I think they might have forgotten that one because on a DHS report, they had everybody covered. I remember reading and saying, well, there ain't nothing left. Is an infant a terrorist? Is an elderly person a terrorist? Oh, gosh. Everybody the everybody in the United States, according to the United States, is a terrorist. That should tell you a lot. And you can find that DHS report where they talk about who's a terrorist. You'll find it. You got inoculated, you a terrorist. You didn't get inoculated, you a terrorist. You Christian, you a terrorist. You evangelical Christian, you a terrorist. You support Trump, you a terrorist. You support Biden, you a terrorist. Everybody's a freaking terrorist. You an activist, you a terrorist. You don't support Israel, you're a terrorist. Israel is going to leave America, run off with their money and the gold. <laughs> Leave America in the dust. And they sitting there telling Americans to be loyal to Israel. Israel done left you. And aside from that, you're not loyal to the citizens. Because if you was, there wouldn't be no homeless people. All those old abandoned buildings and houses and you don't want to fix them up and put the homeless people in there and create jobs for them to have. Then you're making it illegal for them to be homeless. But you put them in a position to be homeless with your laws and your bills and your constitutional rights. You take their jobs away from them knowing knowing that they was a paycheck away from being homeless. And then when they became homeless, you said it's illegal to be homeless. But you started out with first saying, if anybody feed the homeless, it's, it's illegal. Your first offense, you, you just get a fine. Your next offense, you go to jail. And then the pastor, who has a small church, opened up the church to let homeless people in, knowing that it's negative 20 degrees and snowing and raining. And then you got to bring him into court because housing the homeless is illegal and you want the pastor to do jail time. Meanwhile, Joel Osteen ain't opening up them doors for nobody and still collecting tithes and offerings and donations. Donations, gifts, sent your gift. Donations. 
donations. How you gonna tell people to be loyal to the country when you threw them under the freaking bus? You threw your own citizens in the bus. You murdered your own citizens. You dropped missiles in a neighborhood in Philadelphia in 1985. You send in the clans when the Ku Klux Klan and Nazis to kill your own citizens. You traffic children and rape them until they die. You traffic elderly and sodomize them. And you want to tell citizens to be loyal to Israel and then make it illegal in different states for anybody to be in support of Palestine? When everybody got eyes to see and ears to hear, And those who can see the writing on the wall know what's happening in the Middle East is coming to the States. Meanwhile, the people that own the country left the country. And they don't live in Palestine. They don't live in the Middle East. And on little side streets, very quiet, under the radar, over there in China and Italy. <laughs> Y'all gonna go into your underground bunkers, even if the people did support um, Israel. You gonna leave them out to dry during the Civil War and go to your underground bunker. And some of y'all gonna get on your private jets and fly to your private island and sit right there while everybody's blowing each other to smithereens, setting each other on fire. People had learned from watching supremacy that the first place y'all go to is monumental places. Congressional buildings, big cities, colleges, universities, famous parks, wherever there's a famous statue at, those are the first places that y'all go. Where's the capital? Because y'all go there first. We know that. We know bigger cities is not the place to be because we saw y'all. We know that some people don't have the money to leave the bigger cities. So they're preparing themselves and hunkering down. Whatever happens, happens. That's their thought. That's how they feel. They know they might not make it out. The way that them people over there dropping them missiles and shooting in the Middle East, it's going to be worse. It's going to be worse in the United States because it's karma time. Got to pay for your crimes over the bloodshed that you did. The way that slaves was treated. 
the way that black people was treated, the way that the Native Americans was treated. The Native Americans is one of the 12 tribes of Israel. And you don't want to apologize or give reparations. You don't want to admit that you was wrong. That's pride. And then you don't even change your ways. You keep doing it over and over and over and over. You don't know how to quit while you was ahead. There is no coming together at this point. The way that it looks in a transiting chart, it's already written. The time where people were supposed to gather together and, and get laws changed, because nothing changes unless the laws change. The time for people to gather together, they had two opportunities, Martin Luther King and President Obama, and they didn't do it. So once 9-11 happened, that was it. It was sealed. What was written was sealed. And God wrote them judgments with an iron pen. Where people could have been enjoying Pluto and Aquarius. They could have been enjoying it. Now it's suffering. For America for the next 20 years. They get ready to do some wild shit. Things that you've never seen before. Things that you didn't know they was doing is coming out. I tell you, every time the sun transits each house in the natal chart, it's exposing something. It's bringing something to light. It's bringing something from out of the darkness and into the light. With Pluto and Aquarius, that's coming with humiliation. I've always said, just personally, I'd rather deal with something I have to do with Saturn. A Saturn return, a Saturn square, a Saturn opposition, anything to do with Saturn. But Pluto... But my Pluto is all right. My Pluto placement, my transiting Pluto placement is A-OK. Something else I want to point out to y'all is to take note. Well, I already said that. The institution of friendships in this country don't exist. When a civil war break out and you are one of those people that will be stuck in America, don't think that anybody is your friend because supremacy made friendships toxic, like there's no togetherness. There is no loyalty. Even if you look at the movie Leave the World Behind with the two men, um, the man that owned the house was like, I need to know right now, are you with me? 
because he knew that things was going to get a lot worse. And he knew that he knew that that man could turn against him. And when people are on survival mode and they need food, they need medicine. You're going to see people do things that you've never seen before. When the famine comes and it's coming, God calls it a famine. I'm calling it no food because ain't nothing going to be imported. Ain't nothing going to be imported. And, And don't be surprised if they blow up farms. Starvation happened just like how it happened in Russia, and you can watch the documentary about that on YouTube completely free. People are going to turn to eating each other and eating their own kids from not having food. Russia didn't have no food. I think it was a year, and they died from starvation. If you listen to the people in Yemen, they're telling you that they don't have any food and they're not getting any food aid. And so at this point, they've entered into starvation. It reminds me of Old Testament biblical situations where the people... They didn't have any food, and they starved to death. They ate each other. They were killing their own babies and children and eating them to try to keep from starving. And they ultimately died from starvation. This is why I said in a podcast That for me personally, knowing what I know about what's coming to this country, it doesn't make sense to give birth to any more children. It's easier to run when it's just you and maybe you have a pet. It's a whole lot easier to run when you're single and not married. People are saying, let's build community now. And let's stick together now. But when the going gets tough, when the shit really hit the fan, do you think that you're still going to have that community? They're going to turn on you for food and medicine and water. So if you accept having a community now, it's cool. Make sure you got a plan B. And the same thing I watched them do is what the advice that I'm going to give you. I watched them people on movies. They would raid a house between 3 a.m. and 5 a.m. Because they knew people were sleeping at, during those hours. So if you run and leave the community... It should be between the hours of 3 to 5 a.m.
There's a lot of people that don't listen because they think it's just crazy talk. The person is crazy. And I don't blame them because I know America used their marketing to teach people to deem other people as crazy and to debunk what the other person is saying to only find out that what they were saying was true the whole time. It may have taken a long time to come to pass, but it came to pass. And that was something that I learned in 2020. All of the stuff that the uh, doomsday preppers was talking about, about food and about disease and natural medicine. This is why I was reading up on vitamins. Because when the healthcare system fails, and it will, what are you going to do? But I learned in 2020 that the doomsday preppers and the, 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 the conspiracy theorists that got like 500 followers, they were telling the truth the whole time. It's not a theory, it's the truth. But people are going to now see yet again that what was said is true. Who was I looking at? It was an article that came out. And some man said he was from NATO or the UN. One of the two, child. I be reading so much stuff. I be getting things crossed up and there's <laughs> so much news information. Anyway, he said people need to get prepared for a war and it can happen up to 20 years from now. But it should be enough to last them for three days. I'm not saying go out and buy all of the batteries and this and that and that and this. But you should have enough supplies to last you at least for three days. And I said to myself, what dumbass thinks a war only lasts three days? Look at how long the war lasted during the Civil War. Look at how long the war lasted for the Boston Tea Party. Look at how long the war lasted between Russia and the Ukraine. Look at how long the war is lasting in the Middle East. And you're going to say three days? I saw this one man, he had the right idea. And I think he waited to see how things panned out and had a plan B. And he, he said that he see the Civil War coming. And again, it is, it's inevitable because it's written already. God wrote it with an iron pen, it's written already even though the government is trying to push for it, for it to happen sooner than later, it's going to happen when God says it's going to happen. You know what I mean? And again, I saw it in a NATO chart in earlier in 2023. I told you I was going to be a civil war, right? 
So the man said he see the Civil War coming in. This is the video that he posted in 2024, a year after I said on this podcast that a Civil War was coming, right? And so the man said that he plans on stocking for a year, hoping that that will be enough to carry his family during the Civil War. And he said he was buying a freezer, and his freezer that he bought is a refrigerator type of freezer. The whole thing is a freezer. And he said that I'm not going to go all out of my way and do all of this stuff. Just throughout the year, anytime I go to the supermarket, I'm just going to pick up a little bit extra and just put it in the freezer. That's it. I'm not doing anything crazy or extraordinary or anything like that. I'm just going to put it in the freezer and that's it. Because the Civil War is coming. What I find interesting is because America trained America trained citizens to value what the white man with the blonde hair and the blue eyes say. His word is golden and people listen. So I saved that video and I'm kindly going to use it for Black History Month. And there was another white man who acknowledged that what BIPOC and POC experienced in America is atrocious. And he is trying, just like Tim Wise, and you can find anything from Tim Wise on YouTube. W-I-S-E, Tim Wise. But this man is trying to do the same thing that Tim Wise had did, which is open up the eyes of the people who got all that hate in their heart. And I personally think he'll get a person or two. But I'm saving his video also, and I'm going to use it during Black History Month, because nobody listens until the white man says it. (laughs) They still hadn't broken away from supremacy, but if it took me this time, this amount of time to do it, then it's the right time. But again, it couldn't have been five years ago or 15 years ago because I'd have, I'd have been wrecking havoc. I really would have. I really, really would have been wrecking havoc. And I'd have brought unnecessary eyes on me. But I'd have wrecked havoc. Pure, pure havoc. So, got a couple of videos by Caucasian men that I'm going to use for Black History Month. And 
I'm noticing also how TikTok don't want to promote anything that have to do with black history. But there's videos that's going to go viral regardless. If I've touched five people with what I post, that's sufficient enough. That is sufficient enough. Because you better believe it. There's going to be people talking about what black people invented and, and how it was stolen from them and somebody else created the patent and didn't even give credit where credit was due. That's called plagiarism. Same thing Melania Trump did, plagiarism. But I'm going to be getting on TikTok's nerve for the next six weeks about black history. And I'm mostly going to promote black men. The black men that nobody has heard about. I don't want the ones Selassie and all of that. I don't want that. I want the ones that nobody heard about. I want documentaries that hadn't gone viral on YouTube. And what's interesting, because I already started with that on TikTok, and I literally only used the hashtag Black History Month. And what I'm noticing is that white people are flocking to the hashtag Black History Month. And there's a handful of black and brown people. A handful. I just find that to be interesting. And it looks like it's mostly white people, men and women. They look like they're about 40 years old and over. No Gen Z white people, but the older ones. Pretty interesting to me. It's not hate that they have towards black people, it's envy and fear. Always watching what black people do, what black people are talking about, learning something from black people. I I try to think about like, what's their culture? Like, what is it? Only thing I could think of is raisins in the sweet potato pie and marshmallows on the candy yams. That's all I could think of. At positive anyway. And that ain't really positive. Because your forefathers gave the ancestors slops. And the ancestors seasoned it. And it's still a staple 
all over the country to this day. It is a staple. So I'm mindful of what I'm putting up about. Well, let me say this. I'm strategic about what it is that I'm putting up on TikTok about black history. And I'm going to make sure. I'm going to make sure it's the truth. Pretty fucking interesting. I'll say that. So I expected it to be more black people than white people flocking to the hashtag Black History Month. But their history, their culture is what steal, kill, and destroy, dismantle, infiltrate, barbary, bribery, and barbary. Sodomy. They love sodomy. They love sodomy. They love sodomy. You don't hate black people. Just envious. Envious of natural skills, gifts, and talents. You watch black people who's really into their spirituality and you can't figure out what is that thing that black people have because you don't got it. What's that thing? How can I embody that? What did you stop eating? Oh, you, you connect with nature? Oh, holistic, what's holistic? Oh, natural remedies, oh. Oh, no salt, no sugar, no flour, plants, flowers. That's holistic, okay, got it. And so how you turn that into a tea, oh, that's how you do it. Okay, got it. I sit there and watch them with the mob wives aesthetic and they went and found all of the Italian women and they pander, excuse me, to the Italian women and compliment them and ask them questions after they pandered and complimented them. And the Italians just giving up the game. They have no clue. <laughs> just giving up the game. I'm waiting for a Caucasian woman to offer some type of class or course. Sign sign up to my private, you know, YouTube. Subscribe to my private YouTube. I'm going to tell you all you need to know. <laughs> I learned it for free and turned around and sell it. That's their culture. <laughs> people ask me how do I do what I do I don't know what you're talking about ain't nothing special pray 
That's it. Oh, you stopped eating? Oh, so you already know that people stop eating certain things? They're probably Presbyterian. Oh, nature. I ain't tell you nothing about nature. I don't be going outside like that. I don't like people like that. I ain't saying shit. Ain't nothing to say. You already know the answer, so. What am I going to tell you? And was that's different from what you already know. You already gathered the information for free. So, what else do you want? I watched Kim Zosiak in the old season of The Housewives. And I noticed how she went to white people to teach her kids. For when she wanted to do music, she went to black people. She knew where to go and for what, and she had her own reasons. And anybody that she, any woman that she let in her house was unattractive. They were ugly, literally ugly. She was the attractive one in her house. And she's always been the skinnier one out of all of them. Kim Zosiak knew what she was doing. She had all them children as skinny as hell. And she showed it off too. And people say, oh my gosh, you have all them kids. Look at your body. And she's smiling. Start her own little home care, her little self care product line. I went to white, uh, black people for that. <laughs> they have a culture of master manipulation, <laughs> stealing, dishonesty. That's their culture. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if there's anything positive. I don't know. I didn't see that. See, Indians got their own culture. He got their gold and their fashion and their facial makeup. And they got their dances. Their love stories is amazing. They got their curry. That's their culture. Even watch the Irish have their own culture. Think white women in America have an identity crisis. That's what I think. But they don't have no culture. The culture is nothing positive. I haven't found it, at least not yet. So anyhow, that's it for the latest news. I'm going to go make me a waffle or something. I think I got some pancakes. Um, Not pancakes, bacon. And it'll make me some waffles. I got some strawberry syrup. And I've got maple syrup as well. I don't have any fruit to go with my waffles. But I've got something to go with my waffles. And that's what I'm going to have. Thank you guys for spending a long time with me as I chit-chat. In this podcast, I hope you learn much and glean much for yourself.
in today's podcast, don't forget to press the follow button so that every time I do a podcast, you can and will be notified. Follow me over on TikTok. I'll be there until TikTok decides to take down my entire account, and then I won't be making another account on TikTok. Make sure every time you come to this podcast, you take really good notes, because I think by the end of 2024, I'm going to delete the entire podcast. You're going to need those notes for the days to come. Remember that I've always told you that I tell you these things before they happen, so that when they happen, you will believe. And I don't want you to believe me. Um, I'm not really trying to change anybody's mind. But what I will tell you is to put God first. You need to save your ass. You need to save the asses of those who live under the same roof as you do. And whether you're a conspiracy believer, a doomsday prepper, end of days preparer, people are going to think that you're crazy. That's because America taught its citizens to think that other people are crazy. Still move forward and do what you do. Because when the shit hit the fan, they're going to be thankful that you did what you did. They're going to say, oh, now I get it. But again, it's, it's too late for the now I get it. Like, there's no time. There's no more time for now I get it. Because they're, they're only going to believe when it happens to them. Most people don't believe anything because it never happens specifically to them. But when it comes, it's going to come in the form of chaos and destruction. And ain't nothing you could do at that point. But make it through. So I'm hoping that people have the money that they need to go more inland and get out of the city. I'm I'm prayerful for that. I'm prayerful also that people could get could just have enough courage to sell what whatever they have and go to Thailand or something. You need to go as far away as possible if you're going to go overseas. Colombia seems to be on the up and up. India seem to never be in the news. That's a place to go. All the other places, Jamaica, Africa, the Caribbean, Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, everybody else is sick of white supremacy. And you're not going to be safe. And if you get there, and you're you're not getting no smoke from nobody, you might not want to put up a Confederate flag. You might want to leave that Confederate flag in America. You might want to leave 
all flags in America. You're going to be so hated, Caucasian people. All across the world, you're going to be so hated because of supremacy. And the laws in other countries is different from what it is in the United States. They could literally get away with murdering you because of the color of your skin. I've always said from the beginning, if you're Caucasian and you're going to leave, you need to go to Caucasian places like Australia and Italy. Ireland is not going to like you Caucasian people. I don't think that's a good place for you to for you to go. But that's just my opinion. You can still go to Ireland. You have free will to go to Ireland. But you're going to be hated. By the time, if you manage to escape by the skin of your teeth, Caucasian people, I'm pretty sure you will sit down and be quiet. You will be so quiet that people will forget that your your whiteness is even in the neighborhood. I said from the beginning, if you're melanated, go someplace melanated. But you're really welcomed all over the place. I just prefer if you would go someplace melanated for the community. But Ireland loves you. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> you. Now, if you really want to be strategic, for real, for real, whether you black or white, go to Russia. Yep, go to Russia. They're going to be overtaking America. Go to Russia. And sit down and be quiet. If you black or white and you really want to be strategic for real, for real, go to Russia. Thank y'all again for spending some time with me. I'm going to make my little waffle chow and my little bacon and have some coffee. And I'm going to look for the Smurfs or Fraggle Rock. And I'm going to wash it and eat my little waffle. Until next time, shalom.